previously on the campaign trail. I'm concerned about this business with these glass ghosts and soul jars. What's going on there? How is she controlling them? Did she have a bell? Yeah, you'd need a bell the size of... Uh... Large Len? Gorlak, Gorlak, do you do the magic zabby zappy things? Yes, I'm a sorcerer. These glass ghosts, you've defeated them in the mirror world, but I uh, can't believe they're gone for good. A soul jar tends to be quite uh, difficult. I mean, you can knock out the body, but the soul remains trapped in them. I mean, you need to be able to break them with something. You need some sort of hammer, some sort of magical hammer at that. What? Uh, from behind one of the pillars, three figures emerge. It's Anderson, Sir Fletcher, and Joff. I saw him, Pelicos, in the mirror. I saw Conway. He told me what you did. I was so convinced I was responsible for his death, but it turns out it was you. Do you believe everything you see in the mirror? Because it's usually the wrong way round. How's Joff doing? I'm going to cast Charm Person. As you sort of head for the stairs, uh, you see somebody is already stood at the top of the stairs waiting for you. It's the Prime Minister. I can't believe I'm going to be saying this. We're on the same side. More of the glass ghosts are starting to rise and come down from their niches and march towards you. And they're all chanting in unison, Don't trust him. Don't trust him. I'm going to take my helmet off and hand it to Tarmac Goodlands. Tilda, yes. we see you as a young halfling trying your hand at archery for the first time. Out on the village green, uh, Doris Pumpkin lounging nearby with a picnic basket full of cakes, which is quite distracting. Uh, why did Tilda take up archery? Uh, something to do. <laughs> thought that she could scrump apples using bow and arrow. Aww, that's, that's very in character. I think Doris is uh, teaching you. Uh, she, she is the, uh, the local archery champion. She won the all-halfling archery contest last year. Uh, and uh, she says, uh, Come on, Tilda. Remember how I showed you last time. Keep your back straight, eyes on the target, and if you hit it, I'll let you have a cake. Okay, that's motivation. <laughs> uh, can you roll an attack roll? Okay. Ooh, 18. Yeah, you hit the target. Uh, you're very near the bullseye. Uh, you do very well. And uh, Doris Pumpkin hands you a, uh, a slice of cake for you to munch down on. Uh, Doris says, uh, The All Halfling Archery Contest for this year is just two days away. We've won three years in a row, and uh, it's up to you, Tilda. Why is it up to me? You're much better archer than I am. Well, I, have, I was double booked course with the cake eating contest and i'm much better I'm... at the cake eating contest than you are i'm not sure you are <laughs> well we saw about that last year <laughs> i i am willing to enter the cake eating contest contest you know, i'm willing to make that sacrifice come on we need somebody to to, to show up those buggers from new halflingshire uh, <laughs> we'll show them which village is the best at shooting things that are slightly further away than they need to be okay will you save me some cake i will of course. I always save you some cake, except for the times when I don't. But that's only because I ate them. That seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know I would do the same to you. Of course. Uh, so Doris and 
Tilda, have a nice little picnic. Uh, and uh, you eventually, uh, after you're all full and round, uh, you uh, head back into the village or roll yourselves back into the village. Uh, you pass some of the villagers uh, driving pigs and goats, and some are gardening, others lounging outside inns. It's a very picturesque uh, halfling village. Uh, but it's election season. Uh, you see posters all around. Uh, a lot of halflings are campaigning for Thatch and the Unicorn Party. Though you see a few who are gunning for uh, Magdil the Foot, uh, the faithful party leader at the time. Um, was young Tilda interested in politics? Not at all. Not in the slightest. <laughs> because, you know, it's not cake, is it? No, that's fair. It, it, that is very true. It is not cake. Uh... Uh, Doris gives you a nod and eventually you sneak around the back of a local bakery uh, where you see an open window with a pie cooling on it uh, and you kind of have an unspoken uh, agreement to pilfer said pie. Uh, how do you go about this? Well there's a bit of a nod and a wink and a gesticulation for the pie. <laughs> then Doris is, Doris is heftier than me so um, she boosts me up to the windowsill on her shoulders so that I can take the pie. Can you make a stealth check? 18. Ooh. Yeah, you are very stealthy. Uh, Stealthy when you want to be when there's uh, pie involved. Uh, You pilfer the pie and uh, you sit together under the windowsill um, eating it. It's a little too hot, but you don't mind because it's pie. Uh, I don't know what kind of pie. Um, Let's say it is... Plum pie, yeah. Uh, Because I have to say plum pie and get all the... Explosives that yes. <laughs> I'll have to edit out. Um, <laughs> plump pumpkin pie. Plumpkin pie. Plumpkin pie. But eventually, somebody does notice that the pie has gone missing, and uh, the baker comes out chasing you with a, um, a rolling pin. Uh, you little wrapped scallions! I'll get you next time! Uh, and you go off uh, running. Uh, Not running very fast, because full of pie. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We skip forward um, a couple of years, and uh, we see that uh, Doris has got herself in some trouble pilfering some pie, uh, and has found herself uh, locked up uh, in jail as a result of this. And uh, Tilda, you you go to visit her, uh, and to to taunt her with your own pie. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, You see that the the prison guard is... uh, kind of lazily sat there um, tankard of beer in hand uh, so you go up to uh, Doris who's uh, sat there looking a little bit miserable and she says oh, I hate being trapped like this stuck in a small place maybe I haven't eaten so much pie I could fit through these bars no you could never have fitted through these bars uh, that's fair <laughs> oh, well, come on being stuck in a small place it's no way out it's like Having all your movements controlled, not allowed to go anywhere or say anything yet. It's, a, it's not right. People shouldn't be trapped in places. That's true. Would you like a muffin? I would love a muffin. Thank you, Tilda. Pass a muffin through the bars, too. Yeah. Uh, the guard has kind of fallen asleep as you've been having this conversation. And uh, behind him, you see the um, the emergency uh, fire axe is there. And uh, Doris kind of gives it a look and then looks at you and kind of goes, hmm. I don't think you can cut a cake with an emergency fire axe. Uh, well, <clears throat> I didn't. Not, not the cake, the lock. And she sort of nods at the lock. Could I not just pilfer his keys? They're right there hanging off his belt. It would be much quieter. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, do you want to make a, another stealth check? Okay. 
See if you can. Oh, I am stealthy today. That was a twenty-one. Ooh, yeah, you managed to very deftly lift the keys off, and you uh, managed to get Doris out of the cage, and together you go. I would say wobbling down the streets uh, in search of more pie. Uh, There's a theme developing here. <laughs> yes, there is quite a theme developing yeah. here. I think it's perfect. Uh, uh, as you're running down the road uh, and uh, laughing at your daring escape, uh, you hear the sound of shattering glass and then Tilda, you are snapped back to the present and you see a glass ghost is hurling a fist at you. Can you make a dexterity saving throw? 17. Okay, yeah, you just duck underneath it. Uh, as more and more of these halfling-sized glass ghosts are swarming all around you. So the rest of you, Pelikos and Dareth, you are also here. Uh, what would you like to do? <clears throat> now, if I had a hammer... <laughs> you have got a hammer. It's on your head. Oh, well, no, it's, it's in the Prime, Prime Minister's, Minister's hands. Well, yeah, she's kind of waving it around wildly. Uh, just hit something with it, will you? Does she not know how to work a hammer? I, I, what do you take me for? I'm a prime minister. I'm not a hammer person. A hammer minister. This is the problem with private education. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's going to make an attack roll with disadvantage. That's going to be seven. Uh, So yeah, she just flails in the general direction of one of the glass ghosts and just kind of glances off it without doing any particular uh, damage. Would you like to uh, roll for her initiative, all of you? Why not? Yes! Have a little initiative as a treat. Oh! (laughs) Uh, So, Pelikos, you are first. What would you like to do? I shall attack. I shall grab the hammer from the Prime Minister. I shall wave the hammer. Well, do I have to wear the hat to to work it? I mean, wearing it is probably the best way of doing it. I shall wear it and start nutting the uh, glass ghosts. And I have cast Green Flame Blade on the hammer. On the hammer. hammer. Ooh, excellent. Uh, I'll allow it. Uh, (laughs) It's got to be a melee attack with a weapon. Okay, that's all it says. I just love the, the image now of Pelikos uh, rolling back with his hammer, wreathed in green flame. Yes! Uh, make an attack roll. This is better than her gel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, balls. Oh, no. <laughs> I rolled a two. No! Oh. <laughs> you, you reel back and then lunge forward with your head uh, and then trip over <laughs> and uh, do a little tumble. Uh, and I think the helmet uh, slips off your head slightly. That's not how you headbutt someone. <laughs> uh, Pelikos, as the hammer slips off your head, uh, you start to develop something of a headache. You feel sort of icy fingers on your temple pressing in on your skull. Oh, no. And you hear a voice saying, Pelikos, man of many names, a man for all seasons now. You could be very powerful in my world, you know. Think of the story. The boy who rose from the slums to become the Queen's favourite, Chancellor, Minister of Fashion. But that's not about me. That's about you. 
I'm my favorite. <laughs> people need people to inspire them. People need stories of what better story than the rightful heir returning at the moment of tragedy. And the crown is restored and the world put to rights and you could be there at my side. Uh, again, sorry, wait. This is all about you. I'm about me. Do you really think those politicians care about you? Do you think they'll lift a finger to help you if they can't make a quick buck off your back? Um, I don't know if you've spotted this, but I've actually got the Prime Minister behind me. I know better than the Prime Minister. I'm the true Queen. I know better because it is my divine right. Trained from birth to rule. So who better to rule? Um... Let me get back to our last one, because I think there's alternatives. <laughs> uh, Tilda, it's your go. Right, yes. Um, I'm still staggered at how terrible Pelagos' headbot was. Uh, <laughs> I am going to... I'm going to attack the last ghosts, because, you know... They are souls that don't want to be trapped, and I want to break them open. Yeah, so, go for it. So I'm going to do a couple of shots with my longbow. Um, go for at it. the nearest glass ghosts. Um, yeah. So, right. So first shot, 17. That hits. Yeah. Uh, second shot, ooh, 27. Yeah, that definitely hits. <laughs> okay. Right. So 17. Woo. Woozy. Uh, yeah, the, the, the lightning spurts through them and uh, some of them uh, collapse to the ground. Uh, uh, the glass doesn't shatter, uh, but the, the glass ghosts are kind of inert, and you can still see the kind of white fire spitting around inside it. Uh, the glass horde goes next, and they're going to aim their first attack at Tilda. Uh, 18 versus AC. Uh, that hits. So they're going to just do a, a slap to the face. Uh, only uh, six points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, second attack, they're going to go after Dareth. Me? Well, that's three, which I imagine uh, plus whatever, but I don't think that's going to No, uh, I don't think that hit. is going to hit. Yeah. Are we cl- counting the glass ward as one entity? Yeah, I'm treating them like a like, yeah, like, like a swarm. Uh, I, I find that quite easy, because otherwise it would be like 26 in, a, in an initiative roll, which is just silly uh dareth it is your go it is my go i would like to um so we we know how to defeat the horde effectively we have that knowledge i think i would like to at the horde cast thunder wave Ooh, go for it that's a uh, is it a con save yeah. yeah 11 doesn't save um shockingly Ooh. Do you have a dice calculator open? I do. What do you need? I need 68. Uh, 31 points of damage. Yep. Whoosh. That's, Ooh, also that's a high roll. If that means anything. Yeah. Yeah, you knock quite a few of them over. Uh, uh, yeah, you, I think you've knocked about half of them down. Yeah, take that. Uh, uh, with that, uh, Dareth, um, you look above you and you see the uh, dragon moving and struggling against the chains 
and it sees you looking down at it, and it says, Ah, Dereth Moonbeam, it's me, Sean the Dragon, remember? From, f- from Ragnar's Rock. Yeah, yes. yeah, rings a bell. Ah, that's, that's very funny. Thank it's, you, thank uh, you. It's, uh, it's this uh, Malzar, she's here. She's the one who cursed me all those years ago. She's here at the top of the tower. Get these chains off me and I can help you. Can I roll a, um, I guess, investigation check to see how honest he's being? Insight, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, roll insight. How insightful am I? Eleven. Uh, he seems genuine. Okay. Um, how do we get you down? I think we can use all uh, claws make, on deck. Uh, make an investigation check. Five. Uh, you can see the chains are kind of like attached somewhere uh, above you, and you'd probably have to climb the stairs to see more. Okay. I'll I'll come to you, you asshole. <laughs> uh. You, I think with a five though, uh, I'll say that as you are running, uh, a glass ghost approaches you with a, a magical longsword and it swings down at you. Can you make a dexterity saving throw? Nope. Um, no, maybe I can. Uh, nine. Ooh, no. It uh, swings down against you and then... Out of nowhere, another short sword comes and blocks the blow and you see a flash of a black coat with the word sneaky written on the back in sequence. And Joff says, Go! Get the dragon! I'll cover you! This is very surprising. I owe you a drink. <laughs> uh, you uh, rush up the set of stairs. They, they kind of run around the perimeter of the room and uh, go up to several landings. Uh, on each of these landings, you can see that there are kind of lines of uh, these little niches in the wall inside which stand uh, a glass ghost each and behind each glass ghost is a mirror. Uh, climbing the stairs as you kind of come to the first uh, landing, uh, a glass ghost in the shape of a human warrior steps out into your way and is going to make an attack against you. Uh, that's a five, so that's not going to do anything. Uh, he tries to sort of grab you to throw you off, but you slip out uh, of his grasp. Uh, what do you do? keep going <laughs> uh, yeah I think yeah, because he rolled so poorly I think you managed to uh, slip past him uh, Pelikos back to you Dareth what are you doing dragon friend <laughs> friend <laughs> no we need all the ones we can get he's not a friend <laughs> now I'm just confused I straightened my hat I cock it at a jaunty angle. <laughs> Very stylishly. Yes. Um, and I'm still confused. And uh, 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 oh, bother! I'm gonna run up the stairs after the bard. Ooh, okay. Uh, make a athletics. Yeah, right. can give me a hand. <laughs> I have two. Which would you prefer? The left one. Eighteen. Uh, Ooh, uh, yeah, you uh, roll up and, uh, again, you slip past the uh, the first gu- uh, <laughs> glass human warrior who tries, to, again, to try and throw you off, but you do a sort of stylish slide under his arms and then uh, go pelting up and uh, you come level with Dareth. 
the glass horde goes next, and uh, by the way, Tilda, I can't let Joff get over glory there. <laughs> Uh, some of them are going to attempt to chase after you, uh, and they get a 16 on their athletics check. So I think they're right behind you. Uh, so one of them's going to shoot lightning at Pelicos, I'd say. Uh, so that's going to be 16 versus AC. Ooh, that hits. Can I react to that? Uh, you can, yeah. Uh, can I dodge? Because that'll be 13 points of lightning damage, if not. And it's attack on me. Oh, yeah, it'll have to be an uncanny dodge. Mm. Uh, so, uh, take that as 7 points. 6 points of um, lightning damage. 7 points. And, okay. and your uh, shirt is slightly singed. Ah, not again! Uh, second attack, uh, they're going to go after Tilda. Okay. And a critical failure, so <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. I just stepped uh, back How close Dareth, am I to the dragon? Uh, you got another two floors to get there. I fucking run. I like it. I do, I do a uh, sprinty sprint. I'm panting for breath. I don't like it, but I'm doing it. Make an athletics check. Mm, dirty 20. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, you get up to the second landing and uh, you are faced by a glass elf who's going to attempt to shoot some lightning at you. What do you do? Um, could I... Duck. <laughs> Make a dexterity check? Uh, 17. 7? 17. No. Uh, 17? Okay, yeah, you just duck under it. And um, I don't think we were 17. It misses you and uh, goes into one of the niches and hits a mirror and so it reflects back at it. Uh, so can you roll 2d8 lightning damage for the um, for the glass ghost? Um, two, <laughs> uh, 7. 14. 14? Uh, yeah, okay. It takes 14 points of lightning damage uh, and uh, staggers uh, back from you. Uh, Tilda! Yeah. Um, Sean Hocker it's your... is suspended from the ceiling on chains, yeah? Yes. Are they, are they suspended from a single point, or is it multiple points? Uh, I'm going to say it's from a single point, yeah. because that makes this simpler. <laughs> right, okay. What I want to do is to shoot at that single point that suspends him, and drop him very hard on the glass ghosts. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh, Making attack right. rolls. So, I get two shots. Uh-huh. Right. 24. Okay, uh, uh, that hits. Second roll is 23. Yeah, that hits as well. Roll some damage. 15. Okay, yeah, you uh, fire two consecutive arrows at the chain that is holding the dragon. And uh, it bursts through the chain and uh, the dragon goes, Ha! I am free! <laughs> And uh, the dragon comes tumbling down. Uh, he unfurls his big glass wings. But because they're made of glass, they're very heavy, so he's not going to fly. Um, we don't have... Because no, that would take, like, magic or something, which we don't have in this world. Uh, oh no, we don't, do we? <laughs> uh, it uh, plummets faster and faster. It opens its mouth as if to blast fire and then smash right into the crowd of glass ghosts. 
I'm just gonna stand back and just kind of dust my hands off and just like feel incredibly smug. <laughs> Tilda, can you make a dexterity saving throw? Yeah. To stop me from being crushed by a dragon. Okay. <laughs> my dexterity saving throw is five. So, uh, so yeah, so glass shards <laughs> come raining at you, uh, Tilda, and you take, well, only six points of piercing damage. Uh, and you see wisps of white fire rising from the broken statues and for a second you see the ghost of Doris Pumpkin looking at you and she waves and then uh, her ghost is then sucked back through one of the mirrors and all of the ghosts are sucked back through the mirrors as if by a magnet vanishing them back into the realms of the dead uh, there are still some left on the stairs, so we turn back to Pelikos and Dereth. Uh, a glass troll is looming over you now, and uh, it aims a massive um, hammer-type weapon, like a warhammer, at Dereth. Uh, ooh, that's 17 versus AC. Hits. Uh, it's eight points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, that could have been worse. Uh, and then for its second attack, it's going to aim a, a, a swipe at Pelikos. Uh, that's going to be 23, which I imagine is going to hit. Ow! But before that, uh, you get a saving grace as a sneaky little man comes rushing in because uh, Joff has a special uh, ability that allows him to uh, make a, uh, a athletics check and try and save one of his friends. And he sweeps in and uh, attempts to block the um, blow. And he deflects it ever so slightly uh, onto himself uh, instead of onto you, Velikos. And so Joff takes 13 points of bludgeoning damage and is knocked back into you uh, ooh, uh what do you do um moving very carefully aside and uh cast uh, a chaos bolt ooh, <laughs> go for it. uh do i have, uh it's an attack roll isn't it from you yes it's yeah it's an attack roll so uh, let's see what i can get that would be a dirty 20 Ooh, yeah okay well some damage Right, we have got a 2d8. It is, by the way, um, well, it's poison damage. Ooh, interesting. Right, that's strange. They, they are not immune to poison. I didn't think of that. All right, okay. Um, if I roll the same number on both d8s, which I've just done, chaotic energy leaps from the target to a different creature. Ooh. Oh, so if there's another one nearby... Yeah, there'll be one up the stairs, yeah. Woohoo! Um, I get a new attack roll against that. So let's deal with this one first. Okay. So that's 12 plus... So that's 16 points of poison damage against a troll. Ooh, nice. Uh, go for it. And that's another dirty 20. Yeah, cool. So... 
This time it sweeps sweeps into lightning, Ooh. Uh, which is 11... Oh, blimey, 17 points. Yauchi, yauchi. Cool. Uh, I'm enjoying this. Dareth, it's your go. <laughs> All right, so who's near me? Uh, you've got Pelikos, you've got Joff, you've got a big glass troll in front of you. Ooh. Trolltastic. <laughs> sure. Which hey, has troll. taken poison damage. Listen to this. And I just mutter unnervingly about the latest Dan Brown book. And I cast Dissonant Whispers. Uh, 13 on its save. Um, that's the save. Or can you do me a calculation for 76? Whoosh! 76. 27 points of damage. Yowza. Good. Uh, this troll is yeah, looking really bad really off. Doesn't like trolls. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this uh, the glass is starting to look a little weakened on this troll. Okay. Uh, uh, the troll goes. Oh no, sorry, it's Tilda next. Uh, um, I'm still feeling smug. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can see them fighting on the stairs. Yes. Uh, and I'm gonna fire a couple of shots at the. Is it the troll? There's a troll. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to fire yeah. a couple of shots at the troll, see if I can take him out from down here. Okay, go for it. 12. It does not hit, I'm afraid. Okay, second shot. <laughs> does also not hit. No, that was ah. failing. <laughs> Shame. Uh, okay, the troll goes next, and it's going to aim at Pelikos this time. Uh, that's a natural 20. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, uh, with its hammer? Yes. Can I? Oh, damn, that's not going to do it. Um, arg, 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 arg. Here's what I'll... No, that would not do it. No, okay. Go ahead. Um, See what we do. Okay. Can we get enough dice? Okay, so... Uh, I'm going to give you a choice here. You can either take 40 points of bludgeoning damage or you lose your helmet I shall take the 20 points mm. of bludgeoning damage okay yeah you take the bludgeoning damage uh, I think right on the helmet uh, and it kind of Ooh. rings like a bell uh, but uh, yeah you're you're gonna be feeling that in the morning uh, I have got slightly more than a headache <laughs> Somebody pass me a beer. Uh, with its second attack, it's going to go after Dareth. Understandable, really, yeah. And a critical failure, so... <laughs> Swing and a miss. I blow a raspberry in its direction. <laughs> uh, Dareth, it's your go. All right, then. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. I got mixed up. It's Pelicos's go, sorry. Oh, okay, I will um, I'm going to duck out of the way and take a healing potion. Good. Yes, probably a good or a decision. beer. <laughs> uh, okay, Dareth, it is now your go. Um, you think that you can try and do a hit on my friend and me? Well, you did some of that. Well, um, and I used the whip. Okay. Yay! Oh shit! Yeah, no, I have rolled it. Yeah. So he's casting spells. It's like, uh, quiet. I just did a whip. <laughs> Very quiet. Uh, well, I I just cast him. I just cast a nat one. Oh, yeah, you go, you whip and you just kind of gently caress its face with the whip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> um, I blush. Uh, uh, oh fuck! I forgot about Gorlak. Um, <laughs> he, he hasn't done anything for ages. It's, it's his uh, story, Yeah, Gorlak uh, has been. Uh, let's just say ret- retconning. Uh, Gorlak has been like um, punching his way through some glass ghosts for a while, and uh, he turns and uh, he aims uh, his staff up at the troll, and he's going to cast chain lightning. 15, 16, 18. So that is going to do a hit. Uh, the troll does not have that much HP left. Uh, yeah, the troll goes down and uh, collapses on the side of the stairs. Uh, you can't see any other active glass ghosts at the moment. And so you all take a breather for a moment. Uh, does this count as a short rest? No, it does not. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think Tilda, Tarmac, and uh, Gorlak uh, eventually sort of hurry up and join you guys on the landing. Did you say? Uh, did you say I killed Chalhok again? <laughs> ow! 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 Has anyone got anything stronger than this? It's a biscuit. It's a bit like it's a bit like drinking Fosters. Would you like some biscuits? Oh God, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh yes. Take some uh, good biscuits. Uh, they. They do. Oh no. They Oh, they don't heal you. Um, oh, they it just better. taste nice. They do. Actually, you know what? Because you are going to need it, I'm going to say give yourself um, uh, give yourself two of your hit die from these good biscuits. Right. Okay. Uh, same for the rest of you, incidentally. Oh, okay, good. You, you finish off the last of the biscuits. And uh, they have spent some time in your uh, in your pack, and they have uh, attained magical qualities. <laughs> <laughs> really, it is. D eight. Okay. I think uh, Tilda has like uh, tinkered with the recipe a bit, and has like added some magical sprinkles to them or something. It's mold. <laughs> it's, ma- it's, it's penicillin. It's magic mold. <laughs> now I only feel half dead. Okay. <sighs> Don't take too many, or you'll end up immune. So you are all kind of um, waiting around on, on the stairs as you kind of catch your breath and uh, eat some biscuits. Above your heads, you hear a almost deafening sound of the bell tolling. Uh, telling you that it is currently two o'clock in the morning. And, uh, Dareth, can you make an insight check for me? Well, wisdom, uh, no. Intelligence check for me. Intelligence? Because we hardly ever do intelligence checks in this game. A seven. Something about this situation is, like, niggling at the back of your mind. Uh, something, Mm. like, relating to Jay, almost? Um. What did he know? Uh, okay. I think you kind of voice your concerns to the others. Can uh, Tilda okay. and Pelicus? Can you make intelligence checks? Uh, I not. Well, technically, yes. <laughs> oh, eighteen. Okay, Pelicus, you remember the old crone, and the thing she said to Jay was ask not for who the bell tolls it tolls for thee, it tolls for three 
What's um, going to happen at three? That's my thinking. Yes, we might only have an hour left. To live. <laughs> or before the world ends, I can't tell. Well, I don't know. Uh, up the stairs, you can see there is a door leading uh, to the upper floor, uh, and it is hanging ajar, and there is some white light pouring out of it. Uh, and I think you get a feeling that that's where you need to go. Uh, but as you are about to sort of make your way up there, uh, the Prime Minister stops you, and she says, Wait, this is um, this is quite serious, isn't it? That's that's the Queen. Just her- a little bit. It's the Queen herself. We're up only there. just getting it. I mean, it's starting to sink in. Yes. Um, bit slow, aren't you, Prime Minister? Uh, let's not do this now, shall we? Why, why is she doing this? That, 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 maybe if we can figure out what she wants, we we can make a deal. I think she wants to be in charge. I mean, but don't we all? I- don't think you're going to get a good deal. <laughs> well, it's my deal or it's no deal, is what I say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know how that one ends. What's what? If she's the queen, why can't she just come in and uh, claim her heritage and uh, just rule with an iron fist? I mean, that's what I. I mean, not that's what uh, I imagine. Yeah, she she's do. she's kind of barking. She's uh, barking? She's mad. A dog oh, person. she's a dog person. Oh, I see. I've not really appealed to that demographic. Uh, Gorlak is um, picking over some of the shards of uh, one of the broken glass ghosts and uh, has a look at one of the mirrors. And he says, oh, People saw their relatives telling them not to trust me. I think it's safe to say that their spirits were being controlled by these... Uh, statue things. Malzar must be doing something to erode trust. But why? Surely if she wanted power she'd go for the current Prime Minister rather than the opposition. Yes. Uh, But if we always trust each other... Uh, Tarmac says, of course, what could be more convincing than someone's old relative screaming about betrayal on the social medium? Gosh, that sounds frighteningly, um, relevant. <laughs> Malzar is attempting to control the messages people are getting. They're spreading false suspicions and accusations by the ghosts of people others are likely to trust. It's, uh, that kind of thing could swing an election. Yes, but in whose favour? Well, doesn't matter as long as she gets the results she wants. You have to stop her getting the results she wants. Then. I mean, uh, tarmac goes. That's a. I mean, if she's turning people against you, Mister Betrayer, I don't see there's much of an incentive for me to stop this. Well, what happens when she turns against you? Uh, Mister Palakos makes a very good point. This uh, this fake ghost phenomenon may may help you this time, but uh, it won't be you in charge, will it? Sooner or later, it'll turn against you. Against your agenda, against everything you want to achieve. And she... Proud. You'll just be a stale biscuit. <laughs> and nobody likes a stale biscuit. Ah. Uh, Joff steps forward and goes, Come on, there's a reason you joined the party, isn't there? 
Prime Minister. You, you, uh, you've got principles and things. You, you want to fight for those things. You let this uh, cheating bastard get away with this. You'll never win again. Your, your name might be on the list of Prime Ministers, but it won't really be you in power. It'll be the Necromancer. And if you truly believe in the things that your party stands for, you can help us now. Destroy this lie factory and fight the election as yourself, not as a puppet. Let's have a fair fight. And Gollet kind of looks to you for kind of help. Yes, I have yes, never danced to anyone know. else's tune but my own. <laughs> or Dareth's. Or Dareth's, well... I have yeah. very danceable tunes. Yes, very danceable tunes. tunes. They are good tunes. Thank but you. the point is, I made the choice to dance. <laughs> I... How about this? There are, there are more glass ghosts here. They might come alive at any moment. Me and Joff will uh, we'll hold them off while you, uh, you you sort out the situation. How about that? Gorlak rolls his eyes. <laughs> I have... Okay, let's prove this way. I have low expectations. But, yes, okay. Okay. Uh... All that goes well. I think we were going to do that anyway, so uh, I just need to establish that uh, we're going to fight the necromancer because we choose to, not because you told us to. I just uh, wanted to make sure everybody was clear on that. Very crystal. Yes. And Tarmac says, "Stop clear being like the pool of water. Stop being childish, Gorlak. You started it." Oh come on! <laughs> uh, Politicians, am I right? <laughs> You head up through the stairs, uh, up the stairs, sorry, and through the tower, and eventually uh, through the open door. It's a wide open chamber. It's uh, bright with white light streaming from crystal lamps on the wall, reflecting off a dozen or so mirrors that encircle the room. Ahead you see a dais, upon which sits a stone chair, a throne to be exact. Above there is a gigantic black bell. There are streams of purple light pouring into it from all sides. Around it you see five smaller bells of different colours, and then a little uh, mezzanine platform, like a sort of uh, maintenance platform all around it. And there you see Malzar, channeling magic through her cane. She glances down and does a double take, and she goes, ah, What part of leave your friends behind don't people understand? Ah. She uh, stops channeling, channeling, spins her cane around. Uh, the purple light is still pouring in from all sides, uh, but it's a little bit slower now. Malzar hops down and lands in front of you doing that kind of hero pose you see in all the movies. A big epic leather coat <laughs> flapping out behind her. A ball of <laughs> shimmering <a> purple... <laughs> a ball of shimmering purple magic appears around her as a force field, and she gives you a shit-eating grin. It is customary to kneel before royalty, but I imagine you're not in the mood, eh? I've never been much of a monarchist. I understand. When my parents tried to take me to the moon, I struggled and screamed. Their plan to rule from afar was a stupid one. I'd spent so long researching and developing my necromantic skills that I, I knew I could rule for eternity. I could do that if we suffocated on the moon. Managed to eject my escape pod at the last moment, of course. 
she pulls out a clipboard and a pen and she gestures at you, Pelikos, and goes, Now, tell me, Mr. Pelikos, when you first saw the ghost of your friend Conway, did you feel convinced? And uh, if not, why not? Hang on a minute, lovey. Um, your family went to the moon. Yes, no they were actual, idiots. like, idea of where they were going to live when they got there. They believed they would rule as gods from the moon, looking upon the real world, separated from all biases and concerns. Uh, they brought some architects with them who, I fear, also suffocated on the moon. Uh, the king was quite, quite deluded, shall we say. No wonder you turned out the way you did. Clearly, inbreeding is, is a serious problem in your family. Uh, she gives you a bit of a scowl and then turns back to Pelikos. <clears throat> I said I had a customer feedback form for you, Mr. Pelikos. Oh, I haven't finished you giving the review on the book yet. She, like, is uh, grinding her teeth and goes, You were told not to trust the goblin, yet you continued to work for him. Why? He's my friend. Golak gives you a, a smile and goes, Oh, thank you, Mr. Perakosh. I always like to have uh, a no, friend. No problem. Yes. Perhaps I needed to be a closer family member. Maybe I should have gone and killed one of your parents or something. But what, what gave it away? What gave You're it... not really endearing yourself to me, dear. What, what, just tell me what gave it away. What, what, what gave away the falseness of my creation? How did you see through the lie? Um, I'm human, you know. And? <laughs> yes, well, that's the only answer you're going to get, because if you think I'm going to actually help you improve these diabolical creations of yours, I think you've got another thing coming. Uh, she flicks her hand and her clipboard disappears. Uh, make an intimidation check, actually, Pelikos. Oh, I like in intimidation checks. 21. Okay. Um, you notice a flash of uncertainty pass across her face. And uh, she kind of rallies herself and rolls her shoulders and says, Your democracy has led to suffering on an unparalleled scale. Mr. Pelikos, you came from a land of utter poverty, inequality, prejudice. Yes, and look what I've made of myself in democracy. Isn't it wonderful? But your politicians rely on that inequality. Those things that divide society are the things on which they build their support. But I'm here to redistribute wealth. <laughs> and I do it wonderfully. Oh, you talk about it never really sticks, does it? And you know why? Power. Power is a drug. Addictive and destructive. Every few years you need to seek it out again. And again and again. Getting more and more desperate. That's why you need stability. That's why you need a monarch. And not just any monarch. An eternal monarch. One who has... No, 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 no. This is, this is why you have somebody who can take the power away. For a little bit. Just to raise the skirts and go, look at those ankles. Aren't they terrible? <laughs> I don't think insulting the lady's oh, ankles is going to help Pelicos. Yeah, I think like... Yes, um, but it makes her look ridiculous for a little bit. And then, <laughs> then you go, see, she's not so much after all. Or he's not so much. Look at his nose. Uh, or 
ankles and noses have to do with it. I've never studied the ankles of the wealthy before. I should have to look more closely. There's no difference in the ankles of the poor. Uh, Gorlack looks at you, Pelos, and goes, Um, can I just ask a quick question, Pelicos? Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? I haven't got the foggies, uh, but it's good, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Malzar, looking somewhat flustered and frustrated, goes, Surely you see it. Democracy, democracy leads to the collapse of a society. No true leadership, no true morality, only power-hungry animals fighting one another for scraps of boredom. Imperfect populations elect imperfect rulers, but a perfect ruler will create a perfect people. Sounds like eugenics. Um, no, 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 you see, you see, if God had meant us, if gods, if the gods, any gods had meant us to be perfect, they would have made us perfect, but we're not meant to be perfect, we're meant to be imperfect, that way we strive, we struggle, we get things wrong, but we get more right. Uh, another persuasion check for me, Pelagos. Persuasion? Uh, ooh. Sixteen. Ooh. Uh, she kind of stumbles back a bit from this and uh, puts one hand over her head and uh, shakes it a bit. Goes, no. No. It's... They will beg me to rule. As soon as their democracy has fallen into the chaos it was always destined to, they'll come to me on their knees. How so mistrust and uncertainty into the electorate. Into the electorate. Chaos will reign. Nobody will trust anyone else. It will be rage and fire until the whole system collapses and they'll come crawling back to their rightful ruler. They really won't. Um, they're, they're accustomed to thinking for themselves now. Just a quick pop quiz here. Um, how long has there been democracy, exactly? About, was it 460-something years? And it's still here. But Mollocks were here for thousands of years. Yes. But, but they went mad and fired themselves into space, so you can't trust them to fire themselves that's, that's, Yes, that's, that's not really a great advertisement for monarchy. Perfect rulers firing themselves into space to suffocate on the moon. Uh, what an excellent, what an excellent apogee, an apex of humanity. Uh... Gorlak uh, nods along and says, Yes, I mean, you'd, you'd be no better than that Mark Shafos that you've dispatched. You know, just another rich, unaccountable, unelected bureaucrat making decisions for everyone else. Bad decisions, too. Yes. Imagine if we'd all fired ourselves off into the moon. Quiet. Yes. A, a complete exit from cake. reality itself. Malzar, again, is like stumbling. Shafos? Yes, 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 Shafos, yes, yes, you, thanks to you. I've got control of all of his mirrors, you see. They're under my control now, and on, on election night, this night, at three o'clock, on the dot, I shall send my class ghosts to visit millions of people across the country. They'll be given my message. Don't trust the goblin, don't trust democracy. The enemies are all around you. They're your neighbours, your families. And it all comes crashing down. Uh, in the mirrors around the room, you can see images of uh, various places across the country. 
you see Ragnar's Rock, and uh, in it you can see Father Wyvern's church. You see the seafront of Northport, and the Forest of Mean, and Gambler's Grave, and in each of them the image weirdly focuses on the Soap Church and its bell tower. And uh, Malzar, looking more kind of cracked and uh, unstable, says, As soon as I've gathered all the necrotic energy from the mirrors of this country, I'll be ready. All the bells will be connected. When the power is gathered, a single toll from this bell, and I'll call all the ghosts to my allegiance. On this night, with this bell, as soon as the power is mine, I shall toll it out, and I shall control everything. Yes, that's right. With this bell, all I need is one ring to rule them all. Oh, God. Are you throwing something at him? I think Dareth has just gone to twat the GM around the head. Ow. <laughs> I, got throw- I got a Cthulhu thrown at me. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I told you the worst pun was still to come. Oh. Well, it could have been worse. The black bell above you shudders, and the purple energy around it shifts. Uh, Malzar taps her cane, and you see the magic morphing and shifting. From the bottom of the bell, two tentacles of magic emerge. Then, they become solid, like legs. Two more sprout either side halfway up, and become arms. A white fire blinks near the top, into a pair of eyes. And then another licks across the centre of the body, forming a fiery mouth. It lands in front of you and stands to its full height. And Malzar says, Say hello to larger Len. Len, these little people are here to try and stop you. You don't want that, do you? And a voice comes from the bell and says, No, your highness. They look like <laughs> such a such a sharp chap, aren't you? Well, have fun to forget your little friends. And uh, the five other smaller bells uh, float down and begin to orbit around Len, jingling softly. Malzar leaps onto the throne and pops into a meditative state, but she's flipping you off with both barrels. <laughs> uh, I must have had a really bad sandwich. <laughs> This just looks weird. (laughs) Uh, Larger Len flexes his spectral arms and slaps her hand against his uh, belly, for lack of a better word, and then says, Ding, ding, round one. And so, for one final time in this campaign, roll for initiative. Trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dareth Moonbeam, Stephen Paul as Pelagos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. 
The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music is in the episode description. You can follow The Campaign Trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash Joel Corner, that's J-O-E-L hyphen C-O-R-N-A-H, and at joelcorner.com. You can support The Campaign Trail on Ko-fi, that's uh, C-O hyphen F-I forward slash Joel Corner, that's J-O-E-L-C-O-R-N-A-H, if you would like to help us produce season two, uh, which will have hopefully higher uh, production values and more guests, more excitement and more strangeness. In next week's episode, it's the end, but the moment has been prepared for. So, until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for an election. Thank you.